Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, you guys. It's Friday night. This is Misty, and this is episode 18 of Lattes and Legends. Hi. It's been a while since I recorded an episode um, because we were out of town. We went to Fishlandia, and it was amazing, and uh, I think I have gotten some of my brain cells back. Um, So, hi. Just wanted to say... Thank you to my new listeners in the UK, in Mexico, India. Oh, there's one more. I don't remember. Anyway, it's awesome. You guys are amazing. And just keep following me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you have something to say, you can tweet at me or you can email me at lattesandlegends.com can go on the website and you will see coffee mugs that you want you just need one and stickers also um i'm almost out of the stickers so you guys better buy them before they are gone and i'll have to get new ones um i am not drinking coffee because i had my latte this morning i'm drinking something called prickly pear wheat I'm about to taste it and I will tell you if it's refreshing oh that is refreshing hmm prickly pear wheat delicious Boulder Brewing Company anyway uh, I have a lot to talk about tonight so I might just put it all in one episode, although I did research for two different topics, so we'll see um, where this goes. Uh, yeah. I also, what did I want to do? I wanted to say thank you to my awesome friends in the Denver area for an awesome time this past weekend. Um, 
Dr. Booker gave me some great ideas for future stories, so that's pretty exciting, too. Anyway, episode 18, here we go. Start right in with the demon of Alcatraz. I have always been obsessed with going to visit Alcatraz. Um, I will make it happen. I still have yet to go to California, even though I now live on this side of the country. Um, so it's, I think I'll go sooner than later. Um, anyway, my sources for this story are from Ranker, uh, liveabout.com, exemplar.com, eastbaytimes.com, gulifornia.com, which is a super cool website, and my best friend, Wikipedia. Here we go. So we have the prison of Alcatraz, which has been said to be extremely haunted. There are apparently ghosts of the prisoners who died there and some ghostly security guards as well. The place is full of spooky rooms, like in the medical ward. Um, these places creak and groan, just like any haunted prison should. There's a room called the hole um, that's in the depths of the prison that was used as solitary confinement. Um, and the hole is actually um, where one of the urban legends of Alcatraz comes from. Um, so, according to this legend, sometime in the 1940s, a man was put down there and throughout the night he screamed to the guards about some demonic creature with glowing eyes in his cell that was trying to kill him. The guards ignored him. Um, but they also took this as an excuse to get the hell out of there. Um, so when they opened the cell in the morning, they found this man strangled to death. And no one knows exactly how he died. Hmm. So that is one of the first urban legends about Alcatraz but before I go any further into hauntings and urban legends I am going to talk a little bit about Alcatraz so it's located in the San Francisco San Francisco Bay um, Alcatraz Island and Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary have been cited as the most haunted places in America and also the most haunted prison in the country the Native Americans mentioned the evil spirits that they encountered on the island long before it became a prison. Okay, let's talk. Native Americans know what's up. In movies, I don't know, like poltergeist, they always say things, don't dig up this burial ground, don't do this, don't do this. White people, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You guessed it. We build a prison on haunted land, even though Native Americans told us not to. You think, after hundreds and thousands of years, somebody would start listening to some Native Americans. But alas, poltergeist. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, prisoners, rangers, and visitors have reported a wide range of alleged ghost activity on Alcatraz, from whispering in the cells, locked doors shutting, phantom figures, 
cold spots, and even the sound of musical instruments and sewing machines. The officials of Alcatraz, of course, have said, nope, there's no such thing. That is complete and total baloney. So, um... L.A. Times describes Alcatraz as the most notorious penitentiary this country has ever known. Its history runs very far and very deep, as do the rumors, the stories, and the urban legends. And it is one of the most, the, one of five most haunted spots in California. Uh, paranormal investigators consider the prison to be one of the most haunted places that they've ever been to in the world. Uh, let's see. According to popular writers, long before the prison opened on Alcatraz, the early explorers to the island believed it was haunted, and it developed a bad reputation. They called it the bad place. Guys, for real, why don't you guys listen? I'm serious. What the hell? Um, Western explorers that visited the island thought, thought that it had a very disturbing energy, atmosphere, and they said that there were moonlit paths that they could see during the night. Um, bones and artifacts were found by archaeologists on the island. And guess what? Yes, that's right. It served as a burial ground for Native American outcasts. Hmm. Poltergeist. That's all I'm saying. Poltergeist. The Native Americans were the earliest inhabitants of Alcatraz Island, even though they avoided the island because they believed that evil spirits resided there. They only used it for deporting their criminals under the tribal law to live on the island in isolation. They gathered eggs of birds and marine food from the island, and that's about the most time they would spend there because of the negative energy they felt. Even after the Spanish became aware of the island in 1759 and started spreading Christianity, the natives did not want to convert used the natives that did not want to convert used um, Alcatraz Island as their refuge. Uh, the Washington Post claimed that Alcatraz is a place where, quote, visitors can sense the dread of past inhibitant inhabitants still trapped in the atmosphere. Cool. Um, New York Magazine said it, quote, remains ultra-sinister and perversely fascinating. I think I would have to agree with New York Magazine. Probably why I want to go there so badly. Um, there was a documentary done on the Travel Channel called Haunted Alcatraz. Um... So if you are wanting to find out more about Alcatraz, you should totally watch it. They do speak about um, different feelings that get evoked when people are there and the power that the island has and how it captivates the visitors even after they've left. Ooh, guys, maybe I shouldn't go there. Yikes. Um, there's also a book that was written in 1995, and it said that it was one of the top 25 scariest places in the world. Um, all right. So Fort Alcatraz was originally a military installation on the island. It was finished in 1859 as a coastal defense and 
began being used as a military prison in 1868. During the American Civil War, Fort's batteries provided an important line of defense. New facilities continued to be added in the 1870s, 80s, and in 1893. The the first hospital opened then. There was an upper prison that was built in 1904, um, a military prison that was built between 1910 and 1912, Um, and then in 1933 to 1934, the building was modernized and became Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary. Uh, It held some of America's most dangerous criminals between 1934 and 1963. During its time as a penitentiary, eight people were murdered at the prison by different inmates. A guard was murdered in the laundry room in the late 1930s. Two died during the ill-fated 1946 escape attempt. And five inmates were killed in random attacks. Five prisoners committed suicide and at least a dozen died in total trying to escape the prison. Uh, uh, Let's see. Where do I even begin? So, during its time as a penitentiary, inmates and guards repeated a wide range of ghostly activity in the prison. Um, It is, quote, haunted by the ghosts of the Native American prisoners and officials who perished on the island during the American Civil War and at, well, it was being used as a military prison. Prisoners, many of whom were declared insane while they were at Alcatraz, reported whispering sounds in the middle of the night, floating blue lights and floating figures, hearing moans, the clanking of chains, and cell doors that were unoccupied opening and closing. One inmate that was in D block reported to have seen glowing red eyes in the dark, and there he screamed for hours. He was found dead the next morning with a purple face, bulging eyes, and unidentified strangle marks around his throat. Hooey! For real? Oh my gosh, guys. That's absolutely terrifying to me. I'm glad it's not dark outside yet. I'd be freaking out. Um, Okay, so guards initially laughed at all the claims of ghosts by inmates, but as time progressed, some were reported to have experienced these unusual activities themselves. Um, They would feel cold spots, and they would feel unseen fingers on the back of their necks. Mm. Mm -mm. No. The first warden of Alcatraz, James A. Johnston, was reputed to have heard a woman sobbing while conducting tours of the prison. Occupants of their prison reported seeing prisoners from early military prisons in the 19th 19th century garb walking around in the A block, which would disappear when approached by the guards, and one member of staff reportedly saw a gang of Native American prisoners marching around in a circle and then vanishing. Um, There's phantom gunfire heard, cannon blasts, and fire alarms would just go off for no reason. Um, The warden's house 
is also reported to be haunted. Um, let's see. So he saw um, a man with mutton chop sideburns during a party wearing a gray suit and a brimmed cap. And when he saw the man disappear, the room was icy cold and the stove was completely extinguished of its fire. Um, there's also a phantom lighthouse that people say they see in the fog of the San Francisco Bay. So one inmate, um, you might know him, Leon Whitey Thompson, worked as a guide at Alcatraz for many years and later visited it regularly before his death. He believed that Alcatraz Island is haunted and he stated that he could feel it when he was incarcerated there. He later believed that the prison was to be damned and often had the sense that he was being watched by spirits. Um, during his time in prison, Thompson was friendly, very friendly with an inmate named Johnny Haas, Haas House, who was a big Texan. He last saw him on October 25th, 1962, when he left Alcatraz, and he knew he'd never see him again. So one day... In the 1980s, when Thompson was alone in the cell house waiting for visitors to arrive for a tour, he claimed to have seen a large dark figure at the end of the Michigan Avenue corridor. He saw this apparition walk around the corner and then vanished. Thompson rushed to the end of the corridor, but alas, no one was there. He believed that this was the ghost of his friend Haas by the way he walked and the feeling that he got from it. He said, I don't care what anybody says, that was Johnny Haas. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Alright, here we go with another story. Guys, there's so many of these stories. Like I said, this is probably going to be the only one I get in today. Alright, since Alcatraz is closed, um, there's still reports of clanging sounds, crying unexpected footsteps and then in C block apparently it's haunted by the spirit of a former inmate who is called the butcher um, his name is Abby Moldowitz he was murdered in the laundry room um, so on September 5th 1984 there was a ranger who spent the night alone on the island yeah. And he woke up by a heavy door swinging in the C block, but he found no cause for the door swinging. The door swinging continued on the other nights he stayed there too. Um, so D block, it's considered to have the most paranormal activity in it. So four of the 42 cells are thought to be haunted and unexplained voices have been reported in cells 11, 12, and 13. Um, so 14D is the worst cell for punishment in the hole and the Alcatraz, and it's considered to be the most haunted cell in the prison. Um, many people report that cell 14D is always ice cold. Even during summer, it is 20 to 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. Um, there are also banjo sounds that apparently come from the shower room where... Al Capone used to practice playing banjo. That's right, guys. Al Capone played the banjo. Um, there was a ranger. Her name was Lori Brosnan. 
and she's brought many visitors to this area and she said they all feel a cold chill when they walk through the shower room and even one visitor said that they felt fingers going down the back of their neck Brosnan herself reported hearing sounds of cell doors moving in the night and she heard like the jingle of keys as well other rangers have reported um, a sound of a harmonica there are many ghostly voices reported from the hospital wars and uh, even some people have said that they have seen George Machine Gun Kelly in the prison church and Alvin Creepy Carpus is said to haunt the prison bakery and the kitchen. One visitor and his wife claim that they heard canaries singing in the cell of Robert Stroud, who is known as the Birdman of Alcatraz, and some people say they have seen him reading a book on his bed. Um, Stroud never got permission to keep the birds in his cell, um, but he did it the other prisons that he had stayed in. I don't know if you guys know a lot about Robert Stroud, but uh, interesting, interesting story about him. Alright, so. Huh, that was a lot to take in. But there's more. I'm only on page 9 of 22, so this sucker's going a long time. Alright, so there were some brutal punishments that took place in Alcatraz. One was called the strip cell. And prisoners that refused to follow the prison rules um, were confined to the pris- to the strip cell, and that was the lower part of D block. It was dark. It was a dark steel cell where inmates would be stripped naked and given water and bread once a day. Um, there was an occasional meal and a mattress at night. The only toilet was a hole in the cell floor, and there was no sink. While there, convicts had no contact with others, and they spent their time in pitch darkness and solitude. I would go insane. Then there was the hole on D block. This was similar to the strip cell. There were five different holes on the lower level of D where prisoners were kept in isolation for up to 19 days. They had a toilet, a sink, one light bulb, and a mattress that was only given to them at night. Hmm. Um, The prison closed officially in 1963 and then it was open for public tours. Um, what else? Let's talk about... We already talked about 14D. Let's talk about cell blocks A, B, and C. Visitors to cell block A and B claim that they have heard crying and moaning, and so a visiting psychic decided that she would test her luck. She wrote that while in Block C, she encountered a very disrupted spirit named Butcher. This is good old Abby Maldowitz. He was a mob hitman. Um, also, let's talk about Al Capone. We did talk about how he could be heard playing the banjo. He uh, did spend his last years of life in Alcatraz. Um, He was dying because he had untreated syphilis, so um, he decided to play the banjo in the prison band. Band. So he would practice in the shower room because he didn't get permission um, 
to play in the rec area, and so that's why a lot of people hear that coming out of the shower room. Okay, so the worst people of all time were basically put in Alcatraz. Murders, rapists, thieves. Um, and if you look at the famous people that lived, or famous, I guess that's an understatement, the famous murderers or hitmen that lived there, you'll see a, a very long list of gangsters and mobsters and murderers. Um, so really fast, I know I talked about the Native Americans already, um, but still to this day, Native Americans say that this is a very, very haunted place. Um, okay, so I have one more story. One night, a group of guards, guards were playing cards in the warden's office. They claim that a phantom dealt their cards and fled the room. Um, in the 1950s, the warden's wife was hanging laundry, and she claimed that she saw 50 or 60 Civil War soldiers on the shoreline. Um, an administrator said that she heard cannons going off at any time during the day. Well, um, and it's apparently there's something like 45 to 50 Civil War soldiers that did die on Alcatraz. So there's that. Um, so I don't know. Let's talk about this really fast. Ooh, I, I'm running great on time. This is amazing. Um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't visited Alcatraz. I've always had this obsession with going there um, because it just seems pretty amazing um, so if you have been there I would love to hear your input and I think oh yeah I've got six minutes to this next story so I'm going to talk about the Hotel Cecil I got my information from vocal.media theoccultmuseum.com, thedeadhistory.com, and ghosttowntravels.com. So the Cecil Hotel um, was first established by William Banks Hanner in the 1940s for only a million dollars. He was set on making the place elegant with stained glass, deep mahogany, beautiful, but now it looks outdated and very eerie. So it was built during Great Depression, so it had many ups and downs, um, and then it became a hot spot for murder, violence, and suicide because these people are, you know, it's a Great Depression. Um, in 1931, the first recorded case of suicide was a 46-year-old. Um, he had checked in under a fake name and he'd taken poison pills and died. Eight years later, a 39-year-old sailor um, used the same method to commit suicide Months later, a woman named Dorothy, who was 45, did the same thing. Um, the most common approach to suicide at the Hotel Cecil is jumping. The earliest include a woman named Grace, who got tangled in a telephone wire on the way down from the ninth floor in 1937. Um, and then there was a fireman who jumped a year later. 50-year-old Julia Moore jumped in 1962 and uh, 
had a bank balance of $1,800. She left basically with little reason or choice. So she's not really sure. You know, we're not really sure if that she was killed. She jumped. There's lots of lots of sketchiness about. Um, in 1944, Dorothy Purcell awoke to stomach pains, went to the bathroom and delivered a baby that she didn't know she was pregnant with. She thought the baby was dead, so she tossed it out the window. Then she had a trial for her homicide. Um, a 27-year-old jumped from the ninth floor after an argument with her husband. She didn't look before she jumped, and she landed on another man who was instantly killed during his evening walk. So suicides have been crazy here. Um, if you know anything about the Black Dahlia case, the hotel is also associated with it. Um, there is a retired phone operator. That happened, this happened in 1964. Goldie Pigeon Woman Osgood was sexually assaulted, stabbed, and strangled in her room at the Cecil. And an employee discovered her um, and her room had been ransacked. Richard Ramirez even called the Cecil Hotel home for a year in 1984. He's known as the Night Stalker. He broke into homes, attacked the residents, and uh, we know what happened from there. Um, while staying at the hotel, he would toss his bloody clothes in the dumpster and then return through the back entrance. Um, in 1991, Johann Unterweger was assigned an article on prostitution in L.A. and chose to stay at the Cecil. He, although he had been sentenced to life in prison in 1974, he was released in 1990 um, as a model for rehabilitation. Soon he started killing again during his five-week stay at the Hotel Cecil. Um, he actually killed himself when he was convicted of another, to another life sentence. Um, in 2013, there was a Canadian student named Elisa Lamb who traveled um, to Los Angeles and she checked in at the hotel on January 26th, but by the beginning of February, she had disappeared. Um, she is on the hotel CCTV, um, and many people thought she had bipolar disorder, and she um, was connected to the Cecil's deadly history. So, um, I'm not really sure what. Oh. So she was found dead, um, but according to the coroner's report, um, her death had been accidental, but many people really question what happened. And that's what brought the Cecil into um, the limelight as of late. I, wouldn't, I guess it's not really limelight, but it's become a very popular story in urban legend. Um, I wish I could talk more about it, but I'm running out of time. So, yeah, next week, I'll be back, or Sunday, sorry, I'll be back with a new episode, and it will be about, I don't know, maybe a headless horseman or two. All right, guys, enjoy your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.